Welcome to Astrology Today, coming to you live from the beautiful Sunshine Coast in the Cathet region, which is situated on the traditional lands of the Klohomin Nation. I will be your host, Maureen Reed, and I am an astrologer. Joining me this week, as usual, is Jill Kirby from Victoria, also an astrologer, and we are going to look at the month of October, batten down the hatches, yes. strap yourself in. Yes, yes. (laughs) And get ready for the final yay, although they don't really separate much for quite a while. But anyway, it is the final closest um, square between uh, Saturn and Uranus, and they come within 37 minutes of each other. So they, it's that's less pretty than darn degree. close. It's, yeah, yes, it's, yeah, that's close enough. That's close. It's enough. definitely a square, and I mean we're, we're already feeling it. Have been yes. well, have been for you know a long time, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we've been as it gets to that closest stage, it will be more noticeable because. Yes. It, else going on to kind of support it yeah so this would have kicked in way back in the fall of 2020 uh when saturn moved into aquarius and therefore by sign was squaring uranus which was already in taurus and of course since then it's been getting closer and all last year we had significant direct hits and then one of us yeah and then the one earlier this year and so this is their final really close thing but they're both going so slow oh yeah it could be yeah who it's, knows it's, if it's, it's it's they want us to know this is yes, <laughs> yes. significant <laughs> yes yeah. yes they are yeah putting extra Point well, and I that. think that that's being emphasized by the planetary stations that are happening. Oh, yeah, let me just give the audience a bit of a rundown. We have Mercury will, of course, he's doing his third, you know, little tete back and forth. Um, he stations on uh, officially on the second in Pacific Daylight Time. Um, Pluto then stations on the eighth. Uh, to turn direct, um, Saturn on the 22nd, and then the final station on uh, October the 30th with Mars. So, you know, there's all this energy just slowed right down, which typically, I mean, if you, I did a chart reading this week with a woman who was born when Mercury was within seven minutes of the exact station. And that's like a huge spotlight on oh, energy yeah. you know well because... especially when you're looking at, at the uh, progressions for mm-hmm. that person because that sits on it just forever in their Endeavor. life exactly exactly yeah. so... I mean, in this case it's it's transits but it's interesting that mercury stations right at the beginning of the month and mars at, right at the at end the end of the month exactly okay. and <laughs> yeah and so there will be this feeling possibly of things slowing down even though mars is in gemini you know just uh, more maybe more than slow more in intensification because of- oh i think so yeah 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 i don't think it's going to be slow what's going on i think yeah but i think it will definitely be intense we've got i mean saturn uranus square is intense pluto is intense anytime yeah. so yeah it's all intense <laughs> 
Okay, so the other thing we have is, you know, a whack of them changing signs, which some of them, it's normal. Okay, so obviously Mercury, once it's stationed and starts going forward again, will go back into Libra. Venus and the Sun, they go together um, later in the month into Scorpio. We also have Jupiter, who has given us the preview of um, its more direct experience through Aries next year, um, it's going to, you know, dip back into Pisces and give us the grace. Um, but again, that's not till the end of the month. Um, and then by that time, um, Mercury will have zoomed through Libra. Well, and as, as Jupiter heads back into Pisces, it has to go over the zero Aries point too. So. Exactly. exactly. Again, it is sort of like more intensification because that's, yeah. You know, that marks a day where world you know, point. The, yeah, the world access point is being highlighted. So, yeah. And well, then the other thing that um, both Jill and I noticed um, was the fact that we have this quasi grand trine almost throughout the month, sometimes yeah. coming into actual aspect, um, you know, between the Mars in Gemini, the Saturn in Aquarius, and then all the, the faster moving guys moving through Libra. And, yeah. you know, so the rhetoric, the talk, the mental activity, the, the information. information highway is just going to be going bananas. I have yeah. a feeling. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. There's going to be a whole lot of information coming yeah. out of all, yeah. all, all directions, basically. Yeah, yeah. And of course, for us living so close to that big body of people south of us, <laughs> they're coming up to an election. So, well, yes, and, and an eclipse on election day. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, not just any election. If yeah. they, if they go ahead with an election, I mean, nothing's written. No. Right? No, nothing is written, and we. No, we can't be certain of anything right now. No, that is true. My estimation. Yes. Okay, so let me share screen. We'll pull up the time, um, like the the. Um, <coughs> uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so we will stop and look at very specific. Um, but we're going to start with the animate page, which. Yeah. I love that this um, solar fire, which is the program that I use, um, it provides us with where we can sort of move through day to day. And you can already see, um, you know, that with that Saturn Uranus square, which is, it's as close as it's going to get. Um, Look at starts the pattern, though, with the, the, um, the squares. Or I mean, it's like a, it's like what do you call those cat's cradle kind of thing? Exactly. So you know the <laughs> the the nodal axis, which of course represents where the eclipses are this year, are tied right into that square. And then you know we've also got at the beginning of the month we can see Mercury here with the S is stationing, um, and it's just on that day particular forming the Moon will form a square to tie it with. Um, the Jupiter that's still in Aries. Yeah. So talking about the, the grand trine that's forming. Yes. Um, that's yeah. highlight that T square between Saturn and the nodes. Yes. Yeah. And so the outlet is going to be the square, the opposition that the nodes have that 
Yeah, it's, yeah, it's very much about where we're coming from, what we need to let go of, and yep. where we're going to. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So um, the first thing on this day, of course, is we can see this here. We have Venus opposite Jupiter. So in the day itself, which is a Saturday, um, that's a pretty nice combination. I mean, yes, in the backdrop, we've got this major tension thing happening. But on a personal level, you could take advantage on that Saturday of doing some things that you just really enjoy in a face-to-face -face relationship, um, both benefics together, doing something social, Libra, um, being bold, Jupiter, you know, asking the guy out or asking the girl out or whatever, that kind well, of thing. Yeah, and other than the conjunction with the sun there, I mean, the sun's involved in that opposite. Uh -huh. They aren't hooked up to anybody else at that moment. So. Exactly. So you're free not, to play. <laughs> yeah, so they're not being kind of pulled off into these other dramas that are... Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's not a, it's a very short-lived... Yeah, but still... But yeah, I mean, it's yeah, at least it's not kind of, yeah, but it's squaring this you know, perfect yeah. thing or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so it's kind of nice because they're kind of free to play for the moment anyway. At least. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, one can go la 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 to the big picture sometimes because you just yeah. need a break, right? <laughs> and Venus in her own sign is what we do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's very happy there. Okay, so the next day, obviously, we have the exact uh, Mercury station. And so things that have been, you know, redone, reworked, you're going to start to go forward again, make those decisions, they're likely to stick, you've gotten all your reviews done, and all the, you know, retrograde Mercury stuff um, can now move forward, which and is it's, nice. I mean, it's opposition Neptune, but it is trining Pluto. So it's, yeah. it's quote, really digging in. It's a good time to do some research and really yep. look stuff and, you know. Yep. Dig, or to present your research paper. Possibly. Dig deep to question the Neptunian illusions. Well, there is that, and yes. What kind of deceptions yeah. might you be facing <laughs> so so if you wanted to um do a presentation um this would this would give you the edge of glamour and of course you're going to use it in a positive way <laughs> so if if you get the too good to be true phone call <laughs> on the sunday you will know it's for sure a scam yeah and and yeah for sure yeah you've got to yeah. be 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 very i think the opposition is a good one because it 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 is seeing things right in your face yeah exactly so there's more opportunity to see clearly what yeah. is right in front of you and it's like oh they're lying to me <laughs> again Yes, or still or yeah. yeah and you know and then you know if you have a question you do the research because Pluto is saying you might want to dig into this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think that's very powerful for for Mercury, and it's in its own sign too. And wanting the, I'm wanting things because yes. had too much of that, you know, fluffy Neptunian stuff, and it needs to get clarity. Oh, totally. And this is, um, this is Mercury 
in its most elevated position because yeah. not only does it rule Virgo, but it's also exalted in Virgo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anybody coming onto the planet this day, born this day, um, will have an exceptional mind, especially with it tied to Pluto. Yeah. Well, an interesting relationship between Mercury and Pluto because Mercury was the only, like in the in terms mm. of mythology, Mercury mm -hmm. was the only one who had access to the underworld. To both worlds, yeah, above yeah. and below. He was the yeah. only one who could go down there. He was guide of the souls and all that. So, you know, there's that connection mm -hmm. to the Plutonian aspect of things. Of you know, yes. when yep. you're questioning and looking deeper, you can really go deep. Yes, exactly. Okay, so in a couple of days, that goes exact um, mm -hmm. on the twenty, no, on the sixth. Okay, so nothing too much before that, but here we have. So now Mercury is coming up. I guess it's later in the day. Yeah, there we go. So um, again, just what we've talked about um, gets really important. And at, in the meantime, we're coming to the end of um, the closeness between Saturn and Uranus, but just to make sure we don't miss it, now Pluto is almost stopped yeah. uh, because he stations the next day, which is October the 8th. And so mm -hmm. having that Mercury-Pluto at the same time, yeah, that's... That's intense. It's, 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 you're not going to miss that there's something deeper going on. Yeah. So that's the Friday, the first Friday in October. And you have that yeah. kite, kite formation, don't you? No, almost. Almost. Yeah. yeah. And we're getting closer to the grand trine because we have um, Mars at 22, Saturn at 18, and the Venus and the Sun are starting to catch up and will yeah. very shortly create that grand trine that we talked about yeah. this will be a major day this friday i suspect yeah, yeah. i think uh, yeah, yeah there are going to be a few major days going yes <laughs> exactly so for folks who have um cardinal signs at 26 degrees uh or you know the fixed folks who are just like please can you make that tension go away um you know this is this is that moment where we can assure you, because I can remember back in the day doing readings for people that came in with major Pluto transits. And, you know, they'd always come in just after the second hit. And they'd be wanting me to say it was done. And I'd be oh, going, I'm sorry, sorry, there's one more coming. And they'd be like, no. Well, I, and I love, always love that question. When is it going to be over? And <laughs> is always when you're dead yeah well there is that for too you, for you it will be over because there's always something happening and you know stuff happens right i mean it ain't ever going to be totally smooth sailing because that's not how life works you've got bumps in the road always there some bigger than others some bigger than others Pluto's are really big bumps <laughs> yes exactly so but we can say for the fixed folks that the pressure will start to lessen after the seventh. Well, the other thing this is the moon is sextiling Uranus. Yes. Yeah. So that's kind of, um, yeah. you know, I mean, it's moving to the conjunction with Neptune, which will highlight the, uh, yeah. 
you know, like look over here at this, you know, Neptunian stuff you've been swimming in. Yes. Uh, yeah. So here's that, but it, it is, you know, also sextiling Uranus, which is likes clarity as well. So mm -hmm. that's right. Okay, so here we have the next day, and we have the happy S with Pluto. So it is stationing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And how close is this to the U.S.? The U.S. is at 27, isn't it? So their Pluto is at uh, 27. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's basically stationing right on it, pretty much. Oh, yeah. I mean, it it's, yeah. you know, it's been hanging out on it for, you know, a long while, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and, and really, it's, yeah, it's, uh, again, that's part of this, what's so huge this year. And, you mm -hmm. know, and as it's, now stationing it's moving closer to that next direct hit on their on their natal pluto to exactly the exactly and and i mean you know we we talk about you know mercury being trining it yesterday but it's not finished I oh mean, no 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 you know we're just mentioning as it stations there mercury is still very much trining it <laughs> Very much. Okay, so our next thing, because I don't really want to jump out of this because then I have to go find it again and blah, blah, blah. So here we have uh, on uh, October the 9th, we have the Aries full moon. Um, and it is, um, it's aspecting, sextiling that Saturn. Uh, Venus is snug up in there. So this really does start to highlight that grand trine that we're talking about. Yeah, um, it also has that uh, Chiron. Chiron, exactly. At, yeah. at that full moon. So that's bringing in that very important, you know, aspect of what are the wounds, what needs healing. Yes, and but you could look at this on a very personal level in terms of, you know, full moons shine a light on your own personal areas, possibly to do with courage and fear and all yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yep. Yep. And, and interesting with, you know, elections go, go approaching in the state, you know, Aries is about leadership too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So people revealing their wounds that may or may not. Well, and the wounds not thing. only about the Aries end of it, but the Libra end of it, because they yeah. are, they are reflections, right? So yeah. we've got Venus opposing that in Libra, you know, fairness and justice yes. and yeah, quality and and yep. um, love is you know how have you been hurt with love and all that kind of stuff. Yes, <laughs> things are going to be up for people as we look through. Yeah, it. yeah. And again, this uh, grand trine in air. Yeah, it's starting. So there will be a lot of information flowing through the world. And so for people who are... Yeah, and it's really close enough with, I mean, yeah, sun is only six degrees yeah. away from that. So And Saturn kind of ties them together. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So something to be said about too much air energy is sleeping might be for some optional because of data overload. Yeah, especially with Mars in Gemini, because the yeah. mind, mind is working. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So keeping in mind, there are things like, um, I don't know which one of the the uh, marijuana things helps with the body but uh you got melatonin and there's there's yeah. things you can do yeah. like 
chamomile tea and yeah yeah I think CBD is good for you um um, yeah and Mercury's still you know still trining Pluto there so Uh again that's Mercury and Virgo still puzzling Uh over the details and what's really going on underneath the surface and all that kind of stuff so yeah yeah, a lot of mental energy mental energy and and what's what's happening yeah as okay. there, as we, you know, live in an age where there's just information oh, overload. Yeah. So this is even overloading the overload. Yeah. 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 Okay. So our next aspect is Mercury going into <coughs> Libra and that happens. He's being very slow. Oh, I'm doing by hours. Oh, duh let's do by days that might work okay so the very next day um which is october the 10th uh and so the only guys now left in earth signs of course are outer planets pluto and uranus Um, and the only one right now in water signs is neptune and yeah so this air grand trine is really taking hold yeah, and that moon is moving towards yeah. very soon. In yeah. This, yeah, within this couple of days, yes, we will have a ping off of yeah. um, that square. That's, that's always significant. I mean, the yeah. moon's, moon's like the second hand on the clock kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. It triggers exactly. things quickly. Other things will trigger the same yeah. stuff when they aspect it, but moon is much more, much sort of more immediate. So the one aspect that we do have today and tomorrow, which is the 10th and the 11th, of course, is Mars squaring Neptune. So that frenetic energy that Mars can exhibit when it's in um, an air sign. um, And because we know that this Mars is getting very slow now, um, it's going to be wired to this Neptune until it stations and even beyond. So that's going to change the nature of that wiring. Well, and, and I think there could be some anger over deceptions that have happened. And because yeah. Mercury's been yeah. into that information, and yeah. Mars may be going, damn it, they lied. <laughs> the other thing <laughs> and, that could... and, and Mercury is opposing Jupiter still. Yes. So we're coming to the opposition. Yeah, state. like we're getting that world access piece because again, Jupiter's getting yep. ready to station. Backing up to it and Mercury's on it. So yeah. that, that is, and that's big information coming out. Like, yeah, yeah, Jupiter. So there may be a whole lot, and, and Mars rules that Jupiter sign. So there may be a whole lot of anger about lies that have been told. Yeah, and the information that's coming out. But I'm wondering for some, this could feel like you're moving through water, mm-hmm. right? Like it's not free energy as it would be when it's just in air. But with that Neptune piece, it yeah, I, I'm getting this feeling of getting slowed down. <laughs> but well, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, it will be I anger. Think, I agree. I think confusion. That could be. Yeah, yeah, because it could be just too much comes out. You know, all Neptune, at once. You know there, may be, there may be a, a dawning realization that they're, you know, have been, been getting the truth here, but also just, um, but what is the truth? 
Yeah. Like now yeah. I don't know. Now I don't know. I thought I knew and now I don't know. Yeah. That can be very irritating to people. I'll tell oh, you. Oh, totally. totally. Very upsetting. I think. And, and I think we'll watch that this aspect holds until Mars stations because it Mar Mars stations at 25. So that's, that's, that's oh, only yeah. two and degrees off be, that Neptune. We're going to be yeah, aspecting for sure. Yeah. And at the same time, it's, you know, it's almost getting to the inconjunct with Pluto. So yes. Yeah. Bringing that in as well when yeah. it does station. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's almost like building to a bit of a potential explosion here. Mm -hmm. But yeah, and I think that Mercury Jupiter opposition is very significant because it's at the at that zero Aries point. Yeah. And Jupiter's basically on the US IC. Ah, yes. Yeah. So okay. it's it's on their axis as well. Yeah. So you know, they, they, I mean, in some senses, they are the, you know, center of the world because everybody. Well, they think so. They think so. Well, but everybody looks to them, you know, I mean, everybody says, you know, the way they go, everything goes kind of thing. So they look to that first to see what's happening there. So it, this sort of highlights their yeah. place yeah. in all of that. Not in my mind, but yeah, you're right. Well, no, I, I don't, people. I, I don't, <laughs> but no, I'm talking on the grand stage, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. World events kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, so the next day, the 11th, we actually get the exact square. And mm -hmm. at the same time, now the sun is trining Saturn. Yeah. So that's re-emphasizing this grand trine. Yeah, yep. with Venus, Venus as well. Yeah, yep, with Venus. Venus is pulling up there. Um, and we get um, the next day is that exact opposition with Mercury and Jupiter. Yep. So that that that's going into that second week of October. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the first two weeks of October are pretty. Yeah. Intense already. <laughs> Lots. I mean, just the information overload by yes. itself. Exactly. Exactly. But okay. big, I think big stories is what we're going to hear. Probably. Yes. Yeah. Peter likes to make things bigger. Mm hmm. And so that grand trine effect just keeps getting pinged over the next couple of days. We've got the 13th. Venus then comes to the exact trine to Saturn uh, on. Well, the other thing with that Ju Mercury Jupiter opposition is it really highlights Mars and Gemini. Yeah. Yeah. Which so, is Mars so tied in. Mars now. rules Aries and then Mercury rules the Gemini and they're just kind of all tied together there. Exactly. Not by but yep. you don't have to have the aspect to have the connection. Nope, that is true. Um, so we kind of have a couple of days where it holds as is, and then we get on the 17th uh, is when the sun catches up to Mars. So just keeps pulling that same dynamic through. Yeah, and then conjunct there of Venus and the sun to, to Neptune. Yeah. Know. Yeah. And, well, and Neptune and, and Mars are still tied. Like well, they, yes, they, and, and, they definitely and, don't come apart. And you've got two in conjunction. You've got Mars in conjunct Pluto and the Sun Venus in conjunct Neptune. Yeah. Which is really interesting. Which which visually, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see this really. I'm just going to highlight this for a second because that is really kind of 
I always kind of find interesting the shapes that sometimes get. Created. Oh, absolutely. Like I said, at the yeah, beginning, like look at this. It's almost like the, the whole, whole month. It's like this cat's cradle kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And then there's the inconjuncts like that it, is wild. It is. Yeah. And, yeah. and but I think very significant. Yeah, I do, too. Because tying that tying that together, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Wow. Yeah. And look where. Yeah. Jupiter's getting closer and closer to that zero degrees. Yes, exactly. Okay, so on the 18th, uh, Venus does trine um, Mars. So if you, you know, if you're out and about and in the romantic inclination, um, it may not be your forever moment, but it's definitely um, romantic energy between uh, Venus and Mars. Uh, if you dip out of the <laughs> chaos that's flying through the air. Although interesting that they're both in air signs. Yeah. Venus more in her airy. Yeah, you know, so this will be the romance of poetry. Yeah, and and or or you know just that connection intellectually with somebody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, but now of course the Sun and Venus are moving and catching up to create the square to Pluto. So we're getting into the middle of the month, actually starting almost into the third week. And so here we have, of course, a square. Now this could be way more on a personal level, you know, where you, there's a power struggle between you and someone else, obviously from Libra. Uh, somebody who thinks they have the authority and the other person going, wait a minute, this has to be fair. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, and, you know, depending on where things hit your chart, obviously. Yeah. yeah. A little but, contentious there. But the moon is also going through the opposition to Saturn there. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is too. Oh, so that kind of reinforces it. Yeah. And so it's sextiling Mars. Uh -huh. And it's in a fire sign, so tempers could. Yes, your, definitely. Your emotions might be easily triggered. Yes. All right. So now we get um, in the next couple of days. So on the 22nd, we get that Saturn station. Okay. So again, that's going to feel like everything stops except. We've still got enough of the grand trine in air because now Mercury is picking up. Exactly trining. Yeah. So we still have that grand trine in air. And so somebody may be like, I have the way, I have the truth. You know, there could be that kind of um, established hold attempt on the truth. Well, and, and look where Sun and Venus are going to oppose. No, in conjunct, Jupiter. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's just, it's trying to change signs and yeah. And they're changing signs. Again, we're back to the changing signs thing. Yeah. And they're going to trigger that zero Aries energy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, interesting. Very interesting. Okay, so, um, and obviously Venus and the sun are um, conjunct at this point. And, and then close. they, yep. Mars, close, you know, even closer to that in conjunct with Pluto. 
Yes. Then D in conjunct between, um, do, do, what was it? Oh, Mercury and Uranus. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. You know, some. And, and that Mercury, you know, it is pulling that grand trine together. So, yeah. Yeah. We yeah. don't get to leave that one behind. No. Okay. So then, energized by Mars. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So then we have obviously those two at 29 Libra. We're going to get that instant changeover between the two of them. And, you know, and so what's interesting I find about this day uh, with the sun's ingress into Scorpio is like you were saying, we've got both Mars ruled signs um, at zero degrees. We've got Jupiter at zero and we've got the sun Venus in Scorpio. And that's, yeah. those are both Mars ruled. Yes. And so they are in, again, the Incontrap is just such an interesting, because it, there's mm -hmm. irritation, but you can't quite figure out how to resolve it. Exactly. Exactly. And with both, like in the ruler, in the ancient rulership scheme, um, I, I all, I struggle still with trying to come to terms with the inconjunct that is natural between both Venus's rulerships oh, and yes, Mars's yeah. rulerships. Oh, yeah, they yeah, do yeah. create an inconjunct. So there's a deeper meaning in there and it, it has not really, well, it hasn't. Yeah not even close to really, <laughs> you know, sort of resolved itself in my own mind, because like you say, there is this point, and, and in my own work, I call it the duh factor, right? Where it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, and the inconjunct is often, you know, in a personal chart, it would be, it can be, if you have a lot of them, it can indicate tendency to some illness, because, you know, illness yeah. Disease, right? Yes, and exactly. If there's an irritation and you can't quite get at it, that yeah. makes disease. You know, there's an inner kind of something not quite sitting right here. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. You know, but interesting that you have that um, you know, moon on the opposition to Chiron that day. Yes, yes, good so, point. Yeah, so, you know, highlighting that was that, again, that Aries Libra. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now we come up to, do, 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 drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first of uh, the eclipses for the fall, yes. and yes. it is on the 25th. Uh, let me just see now, I'll back this up by hours because the moon has... Alrighty, let's see now. Yeah, it's good to get them as close as you can. Oh yeah, well, I do have a picture of them. There you go. Yeah, so yeah. there we go, um, that's close enough. Um, and so obviously Venus is very significant in this as well as Uranus. And of yep. course it's just, you know, the, the square that happens between Saturn and this Scorpio mashup and Uranus and Taurus. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, with Mercury ruling or Venus ruling Mercury's sign, it sort of brings that Mercury trying mm -hmm. to, to Mars. Yeah. Making it really easy for um, fireworks to happen. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And misunderstandings with that Mercury in conjunct Neptune. <laughs> yes, yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm -hmm. 
and yeah. you know and mars in conjunct pluto so those themes and we still got the air grand trying yeah. um it may be weakening a little bit but not much not much actually it's it's pretty strong right now because mercury's kind of making the bridge between yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that yeah mars mars yeah. are very close but saturn or mercury brings them together yeah exactly exactly yeah trying to try to bring peace in the middle of it <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah. saying, "Don't argue, you guys." <laughs> you know, set, you know, Mars is like, "Let's go ahead," and Saturn's like, "The brakes." So, yeah, there can be, you know, can be. Yep. Okay, so for for folks who have early degrees of fixed signs, this eclipse, of course, will herald the start of another six month period of time, in which you may experience great beginnings and great endings. Yes. Um, and I, you know, don't really want to put my hand up, but oh God, this is directly on my Saturn. Yes. Oh well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's um. It's you know, new, new moons are the start of a new cycle. Exactly, so, exactly. So there's something yeah. new being born at the site, at the yeah. eclipse. And, and again, we got to keep in mind that eclipses are a six-month deal. This is Yes, yeah. So the actual day of the eclipse, there might not be anything happening for the person who's tied into it. But within that framework of the six months is when you're going to experience. And in particular, with it being leading up to the, the full moon eclipse in November, it's, yeah. it's, it's start, you know, there's a start of something coming up. And, and you know, it's not that long since the, uh, the solstice. So we're just, you know. Yeah. Intense. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. And Jupiter's still on the zero Aries point. Exactly. So yeah, like literally, Mercury now, of course, will be uh, trining Mars exactly right after this day. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just switch this to days. There we go. So yeah, here we have by yeah. So later in the day of the twenty sixth, we have yeah. So later in the day because it's already moved on to its exact square to Pluto, which would be on the twenty seventh. So between the twenty sixth and the twenty seventh, Mercury ties that Mars, who has almost ground to a complete halt now. Um, to the Pluto. So that that particular dynamic will be in full force now. Yeah, it's interesting. You got trying the square and the inconjunctal. Yeah. In a pattern. With with Jupiter, like you can see here at four o'clock on in the morning on the 27th, it's three minutes from moving back into Pisces. So yeah, on the yeah. 27th yeah, later that day. It's definitely, I mean, it's been highlighting that world axis point, that yeah. Aries point, which again, being a new moon, that's, I think, appropriate. Because yeah. we see Aries as the beginning of the zodiac and Pisces. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's uh, significant. I would agree. And yeah, with, the, with this Mercury square Pluto, mm, intense. It's an intense month. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so next up, because um, we're almost at the end of uh, the month here, we, of course, um, the other guy that's about to change signs, because now Mercury, who's stationed direct at the beginning of the month, now Mercury's kind of up to speed, and Mercury can zip along pretty good. And so yeah. he moves in on the 29th of... Uh, into Scorpio. So, and then on the 30th, of course, we have that Mars station, which is still tied to Pluto. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's less than half a degree. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So and, and it's been pulled in there almost all month. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So it's, there's been, yeah. uh, okay, when I station, you're going to notice it because I'm yes. looking Pluto's <laughs> just in case you miss it and it's interesting too because that pluto is in the sign that mars is exalted in and so there can be even though this is an air sign um yeah yeah but there is there's there's a tie-in that would definitely be happening well especially since they they um mercury is the old ruler pluto is the new ruler of scorpio which is the month in question here yeah yeah, yeah exactly. you've, got, you've got Mercury, Sun, and Venus in a conjunction there in Pluto, in Scorpio, mm -hmm. and hovering close to that south node. So, yes, yeah, bringing that nodal axis to highlight that. Yeah, so um, October, <laughs> there you go, there you have it. Um, I'm just going to because we have time. Uh, I am going to stop the share and then bring up the actual charts of the new moon and the full moon. Yes, we do have those. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, uh, not that one first. We will start with the full moon, which is in the And of course, the, of the, the clock face of this is for this location. Not exactly. Yeah. So your houses, not so much. You're just really focused on um, uh, aspects. aspects that are within this. And of course, here we see we've got that grand trine in air. Uh, let me just change this color. Uh, yeah, so we have definitely a grand trine in air. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Six, yeah. six degrees is not that far off. And especially yeah. when, when Saturn is kind of midpointing it. Exactly. You know, exactly. Not quite, but yep. close enough. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's yeah, yeah. That's uh, just again a lot of information, a lot of yeah, and yeah. tied into your face-to-face -face relationships, whether they're fair and balanced. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and and that that is the classic because this is the first opposition in the Zodiac. Uh, if you start with Aries as being, you know, the first sign in the series, then when you hit Libra, that is that first, oh, there's somebody else out there besides me. Yes, and absolutely. how do I, you know, because I'm Aries, I want to just do what I want to do when I want to do it. Yeah, essentially you're bringing together the personal, the, the, one-on-one -on -one kind of relationship and then the more collective uh -huh. with, the, with the aquarium piece that's what yes in in this particular chart 
especially. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to take, you have to up the game from just how am I going to make this fair with my significant other people in my life too, with uh, Saturn to, oh, right. Uh, that I've and there's a bigger community. All these other, yeah, I've got a, a larger community people. to consider as well. And how is, yep. how is that going? Because, you know, uh, not only the personal aspect of it, but the Libra stuff is, is the, you know, justice, fairness. Yes. Yep. And that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, not just in a personal sense, but in a more collective sense. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, I think that's really an important aspect. And I think, you know, uh, Gemini is a very curious sign. So Mars, when it's in Gemini, it's wanting to, you know, it's asking questions. Yeah, yeah. The questions, I think, in, in all yeah. of it. And, and so we could also say, because of the Grand Trine, it's looking for the connections um, that could create that harmony amongst <laughs> a diverse bunch of people. Yeah. Well, and, and the other part of it is that the the let the outlet for that trine is the moon, uh -huh. the moon in Chiron. Yes. So really, it's it's you know the individual's contribution to things, right? Uh -huh. Healing. I mean, on a personal chart, healing on a personal level, but again, on a more on a bigger scale, because the Saturn in Aquarius. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, what needs to be addressed in a sort of more holistic healing kind of yeah. way. And how can I contribute to that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. As an individual, because we all, you know, we're meant to, we're kind of told that we're very unimportant, but we aren't. Each of us is, is very important and has a role to play. And, exactly. You know, exactly. we are the cells in the, in the body of humanity, each of us. And as with your body, your own body, Every cell is important. Mm -hmm. One of them's not functioning, you got a problem, you know? I mean, it, so it's the whole balance of. So, yep. you got to keep the whole organism healthy and on a personal uh, relationship and collective level. Yes. Okay, so let's take a really. And of course, you got that in conjunct from the sun to Uranus <laughs> and the North Node. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> gotta throw those in hey <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah 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 and mercury is close enough to pluto that of course we know it's it's doing the deep dive for that mars attempt Absolutely, at creating yeah. connection yeah. yeah yeah it's even close enough for the square to mars well yeah because pluto is stationing that day yeah so yeah so, yeah so, yeah. <sighs> yeah yeah, it'll be, you know, there'll be some moments this month where, um, and maybe not exactly tied to these particular days, but the energy is there for there to be some significant um, shifts that, you know, when you kind of push back from the whole month, you're going to go, oh, that's what that was about. Well, and it's also the full moon preceding the first eclipse. Yeah. So, you know, it's energy building. Yeah. You know, right. I mean, things don't happen in isolation. It's a flow, right? So. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay, well, let us look at, uh, okay, first I've got to get rid of my little yellows because they do not go away. Uh, I'm going to guess this one. 
yeah okay so this is the exact eclipse um again this is you know ignore the houses it is yeah yeah, yeah. you can you can never set it for the whole world i mean you can yeah. you would use the zero aries point but that's true that is that's true i hadn't thought of that i might yeah. try doing that for the next month yeah, yeah. I, that's how i would do it i think yeah yeah good point I really find it interesting that between the full moon and this uh, new moon, that of course Venus is still totally in it. Oh yeah. And so it it's is about well. relationship. Although now with her being in a Mars ruled sign and a Pluto ruled sign for modern, um, you know this is almost the life and death's level of relating. Like it's. You know, if we don't get this together, oh, uh, figure it out. You know, this is, this is I, I not think, good. <laughs> I think right now we are in a make or break yeah. period for humanity itself. Um, and she also highlights Mercury's importance because it's in leaving. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It is important to ask the questions, not yeah. be shy about it. Get that yeah. Mars energy going and speak up, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because the, the Grand Trine is still happening and Mars and Pluto are still tied very tightly. And Saturn is, is a problem. Sat I mean, in terms of Saturn represents the, those that want to control us all <laughs> and everything. And, you know, the, it's in the sign of Aquarius. They, you know, that's what's going on. It's this battle between the Uranian need for a new beginning and Saturn saying, no, we want to keep it the way it is where we're winning and getting all the money and you guys are just doing what we need you to do. <laughs> so, you know, I think that's important. Yes. Yeah. And so if we're going to shift that, we have to go deeper into the Aquarian um Ill, Ill, there's a word there it starts with e Iglary. no i can't even think of how to pronounce it now well it's, it's humanitarian really yes yeah there's the simpler yeah, word bringing exactly. the human, humanness back to us yeah. all so instead of being uh a, because what know, that saturn in aquarius and they're not making any any bones about it they want to turn us into ai they want us all hooked up to their internet and I personally want to be a human being. Yes. So I want to keep the humanity in humanity. And that's what, you know, Uranus, particularly in Taurus, is wanting to get back to basics and, and to yes, value the embodied experience. And that's what I think where Libra, you know, I mean, it's emphasizing not only the Libra part, but the Taurus part. She's, yes. Yeah, with Venus rules both where Uranus and Mercury are. are. Team yeah. So she's highlighting the whole time that Uranian energy. Yes. And that's, you know, that's where the we need to be focused. Yep. Because what we, you know, supporting that and because it is, it's kind of a battle between those two polarities of Saturn and Uranus. And we've had enough Saturn, I think. And okay, so, so. Can I get a word in it? Of course. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so um, an upside of a Saturn in Aquarius is the ability to 
um, begin to see a way to shift out of a top-down model. Yeah, we have. Um, and to make it, you know, get people to step up to being part of the collective, not looking for something or someone or a corporation to be in charge of it all, but to take yeah. responsibility for being a human on this planet that is interconnected to everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, to not be separate. And so there is a side of Saturn in Aquarius that would serve the shift. That's yes, it can support the, 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 the structuring of a new, yes. a new Earth paradigm that we need to move into. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Talking about, and that's, that's yeah. absolutely. But it's a personal responsibility. You can't leave yeah. it to the overlords or whoever you want to call that. No, no. Um, you know, no, each that's... individual has to, you know, in, as you were saying, in the body of, of the collective, um, each part has to, to take responsibility for what it, the piece it plays. Exactly. And that's what that Jupiter and Aries part of it is, is Aries is about, you know, looking at your own piece of the puzzle because you are, we are all part of it. We need to come together to, you know, brainstorm new ideas and yes. form communities and, you know, and that's happening, but it, it needs to happen more. People need to be more awake to what's going on. That's, and Uranus is the great awakening. That's yes. what's yep. happening. There is a great awakening happening. It's just that there's some people not quite there yet. <laughs> so, you know, it's, 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 yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm quite convinced. Hopeful. Yes. That the this you know what's going on is very hopeful. It's it's uncomfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable for a while. Yes. But at the same time, I think that people are awakening is a really hope because once we get going, we're going to have much more aware, awakened, less easily deceived population. Yes, and that would be really good. Again, more clarity. I mean, Saturn's good for clarity. Yes, it is. It yeah. is so. Yeah, yep. reality. Out. Reality will show itself. Yeah. Yeah. We just don't want the 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 imposed limitation aspect of Saturn that's exactly. been exactly. in place for so long. And and I think you know as Pluto nears that end of Capricorn now, um, yeah, because you know it's going to dip its toe into Aquarius next year yes next year and that shift of energy is going to be significant and and particularly yeah. as i mentioned before we started it because it's that zero degrees of aquarius was where jupiter and saturn met on the solstice in yeah. 2020 which was a 200 year shift of emphasis oh it was um, a huge, it was a huge yeah and it had other yeah. cycles that were even longer so it was yeah. a it was a very very significant and it was significant just you could see it in the sky significant yes. event yep. and yep. so Pluto going over that point anything going over that point will trigger it but Pluto in particular is like yeah uh, <laughs> talking age of Aquarius here and you know yeah total transformation because Pluto is doesn't do less than that and it's yeah it's wanting to kind of end up this cap this corporatocracy Yes. Stop. And move us forward. Yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> I think it's exciting. I mean, it's uncomfortable, but it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Look forward. And... Okay. So I think, my dear, we have done our hour. Okay. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. months coming up. It is. It is. If the last um, been. <laughs> And of course, November is yeah, you know, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, November has its shtick as well, and of course, oh, the, yeah. the other eclipse and yeah, that, no, uh, it's it's not going to slow down through the rest of this year for sure, and yeah. and into next year as Pluto does shift out of Capricorn. So okay. yeah, no, we're not yeah. slowing down here. <laughs> okay, so what are we going to talk about next? Neither one of us have any idea. Well, um, I'm about to head on to. Uh, some holes. I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> okay. We'll come up with something. We will. We will. And for those who might notice, uh, my website has shifted locations, although you'll get to it the same way, but it will have a different look to it. Um, it is still in the building stage, so um, there, you, it will evolve over the next month or so as I mm -hmm. learn how to... Working out the kinks? Yeah, working out the kinks, exactly. And of course, by the time uh, Mercury stations, hopefully most of the kinks will have gone. <laughs> well, it's a good time to be re reviewing, redoing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, in the meantime, folks, you have been listening to CJMP 90.1 FM, Cafet Regions Community Radio Station. And take care, and we will talk to you soon. Bye, Jill. Bye. Bye.